Hello there, and thanks for joining me in the uh, podcast today. The seven L's of husband hunting. That's my topic. Are you in a position to hunt for a husband? Have you been in a position? Have you done it? Have you experienced husband hunting? Well, let's take a look at this particular topic, and uh, might be of considerable interest to you or somebody that you know, and perhaps you may want to pass this on. Uh, if you have a daughter that's in a husband hunting mode, pass this podcast on to her. Make sure she listens. And um, others that you may know, and friends, and associates, and so on. This might be an important topic for some of the young women that you are aware of and who might be in a position to be husband hunting. Not just young girls either, by the way. Could be a mid-aged woman, divorced or widow, and now re-entering into the world of husband hunting. Let's take a look at this particular topic. Today in my um, therapy sessions, I was talking with a um, middle-aged woman, divorced, Divorced for a considerable period of time, actually. And has had a couple different relationships, but nothing has really come true. And nothing has really anchored as a relationship. All the gentlemen that she's dated have been reasonable people, but not for her. So in the conversation today, she said to me, I want you to know something. I've been dating here in the last couple weeks. I went on one of the um, websites and... um, Punched in my information, and lo and behold, I got two nibbles and a bite. The two nibbles were um, from men who were just total losers, and she knew it from the very beginning. Could tell it by just looking at them. She passed. But then she came upon another one, a third one, which I called the bite. And this guy looked good. He sounded good. And he sounded intriguing. And he sounded sincere. So she responded, and then he responded, and she responded, and he responded. And after a short period of time, they met face to face. And they've had several dinners together, and they've had some outings together, and they've had some events that they've gone to together, and just kind of tried to get to know each other. So she asked me kind of my thoughts on this, and kind of where she was in the process, and what I thought about her. Since, Since I've seen her for a period of time, I know her. And uh, she valued my thoughts and my opinions on this process and this particular relationship. So in my response to her today, I referred to an article that I had recently read entitled A Letter to My Daughter. And it was written by a Tom Stein, who is an associate minister at the Gospel Presbyterian Church in Beaver, Pennsylvania. He wrote this article and uh, set it forth for people to read and consider when they're in this particular situation. A letter to my daughter. And in that he outlines seven L's, the letter L, seven L's in husband hunting. So I walked through this little list with her and tried to help her think it through and see where she is at this point in time. Here are the seven points, and I'll go back over them and discuss them in a minute. But here's the seven points. Does he love? Does he know how to love? Number two, is he likable? Does he like you? Does he like what you are? And does he like himself? And does he like the situations he's in? And does he like the world in which he lives? And so on. Is he likable? Here's the third one. Does he labor? Does he work? Does he have a legitimate job? Does he have a responsible job? Has he shown progress in his career? That's the third one. Here's the fourth one. Does he show leadership skills? Is he a leader? Is he a person who will stand out and take the lead? Here's the next one. Does he listen? 
Do you feel like you have been listened to when you talk? Does he register? Does he take in what you say? Does he show interest in you personally? Here's the next one. Does he learn? Does he learn from mistakes? Does he learn from something he said that wasn't quite right, but he needs to correct it, and he needs to apologize, perhaps, for something he said, or maybe he didn't say, you know, whatever. But does he learn? Does he show a learning attitude? Is he open to learning? Is he open to information? Does he listen to you when you speak? Will he learn from you? And here's the seventh one. Will he last? Well, that's a hard one to know right from the very beginning, but it's a question you need to ask. Will he last? So let's go back over these uh, seven L's and uh, just take a look at them for the moment in terms of what they really mean. Does he love? Now, in a relationship, in a marriage relationship, a couple has thousands and millions of interactions with each other. They take walks together. They wash dishes together. They paint rooms together, hang wallpaper together, change diapers together, share joys and sorrows, and care for aging parents, and uh, introduce friends, and relate to people outside the home and in the community. Does he give himself for you in those situations? That is, does he show prominence for you? Does he show interest in you? Does he love you? Does he love you publicly? It's easy to love privately, but does he love publicly? Does he show his love to you publicly? Well, this is a beginning relationship, so she's got to look at that. So, a strong marriage. A husband desires to live for his wife. Does he? Will he? Okay, that's kind of a filter. Here's another filter you got to look at. Does he like? Is he likable? Marriage is wonderful when you uh, not only love each other, but you also like each other. You have things in common that you like to do together and therefore like each other while you're doing those things. Does he like you as a person? Does he like the things you like? Does he like the things you do? Does he like things about you? Does he like the attitudes that you have? Does he like the little mementos you have around the house? Does he like the way that you structure your home and your life, your living arrangements? You spend a lot of time together, and it needs to be based upon likability. That's the unique personality characteristic of a man, is that he shows interest, and he likes you for what you are and what you do and how you live your life and what you have potential to achieve. If you're opinionated, does he delight in your opinions? If you're quiet, does he allow you to be quiet? And does he encourage you to be thoughtful and resourceful in your quietness? If you're an organized person, does he celebrate your administrative skills in the home and outside the home? If you're generous, does he encourage you to give and to spend time with others and to share your life with others? Or is he selfish and wants you to hold back and give him everything? If you marry, you've got to marry for not only what you are, but what you enjoy together and will become together. Okay, that's number two. Does he like? Is he likable? Is he lovable? And is he likable? Here's the third one. Does he labor? Well, most men work. But there is this thing we call the couch potato. If he's a couch potato, out the door he goes. Don't spend a moment time with a person who's a couch potato. If you have to motivate him to work, get him out of there. If you have to shape his work ethic, his motivational patterns for employment, that's no marriage. That's no relationship. That's not the relationship you should have with a man to have push him out the door to work. So he needs to be a workaholic perhaps well let's make it a little less than that work strong work hard have a strong work ethic but not necessarily be a workaholic 
you want a person to find his identity in his work, that's true, and in his occupation, that's true. But you also want him to have his identity in you, as well as in his work. So, there's, a, there's wisdom in that, a balanced life between work and rest and relationship. We want to have all of those. Sure, a man should work. Sure, he should have his rest time. But sure, he should have his relationship time. And are these in adequate balance, in proper balance? Okay, that's the third one. Here's the fourth one. Does he lead? Does he show leadership? Does he show leadership skill? Many women have suffered because the men that they become related to are not leaders, but they're bullies. They direct and they order people around. No, that's not the way it is. You want a leader. You want somebody who will suggest and will prepare the way and will lead the way and will go first and will open doors and open opportunities and help you become the person you are designed to become. The person that you have yet to become. Is he a leader? Does he lead you along the paths of goodness and strength and personal growth and development? A leader initiates discussions and decisions. A leader teaches with wisdom and conviction. A leader provides structure and accountability. A leader seeks to set the example and to admit when he has made a failing or he's faulted in some way. A leader encourages and discourages. A leader delegates according to everyone's gift and everyone's graces. A leader serves. You want to marry a man. You want to be involved in a man who makes you want to follow him as a leader. That you have no choice. You just are drawn to following him as a leader. Don't follow him as a bully. Don't kowtow to somebody who's a bully, but somebody that you can revere and look up to and honor and respect and feel good about and who leads the way and leads the way to goodness and to righteousness and to faith and to positive growth and development of you as a person. Here's the next. Does he listen? Is this a man who listens or does he just ignore you? Does he just talk about himself all the time? You want a man that will listen to you and hear your voice, hear your feeling, hear your thoughts, hear your inner self speak. You don't want somebody whose mind is filled only with their own self-interest. If that's the case, run the other way. No matter what his charm might be, if he's not a listener, he's only a talker, and he's only a talker about himself, and doesn't want to listen to you and let you talk and let you explore ideas and become thrilled, uh, become thrilled with your ideas, get out of there. Run the other way. He needs to be a listener to you, as you to him, by the way. And here's the sixth one. Does he learn? Is he a learner? Is he teachable? Will he learn some of the intricacies about you, about yourself? Will he learn some of the things that you are, as a person, that you feel is important, that you value, and that you place high value on? Does he want to learn what those are? Does he want to live in a way that advances you? Because he's learned your way of life, and he's learned your way of preferences in life, and some of the important things to you. Does he listen and does he learn, and then does he follow that? If he fails, does he learn to correct? If he says something that you don't like, or in a way that is inappropriately expressed, will he learn to do it better? Will he learn to express himself better? Will he learn to connect with you a little bit better? Will he learn to relate to you a little deeper? A man who continues barreling ahead will repeat the same mistake over and over and over again. But a man who ponders problems and seeks better ways to solve them will mature and be a man of faith and a man of goodness and a man of strength and a man that perhaps you can look up to. And here's the last one. Here's the last L. Will he last? 
you know you're going to get old someday. You're going to get older someday. You're going to look a little different. You're not going to be as attractive. He's not going to be as attractive. Will he be there? Or is he only interested in you because of your attractiveness? And if he's interested in you for your attractiveness, there will be a day when you will not be as attractive as you are today. And will he be gone? It's the reality of life. Do you have a vision of growing old with him? Do you foresee it? Do you possibly see that as a positive experience? And that as you grow older, you'll even be wiser. You'll be even more related to each other, more connected with each other, more deeply in love with each other, more likable with each other, more able to listen to each other. Will that all grow and become strong and become much more pronounced? Well, that's the issue. Will he last? Will he be there when the going gets tough? Will he, go, will he be there when you get sick? Will he go there when you get down and depressed? Will he be there when you get a little bit older and you don't look as nice and trim as you do currently? Okay, that's a major question you need to ask. So there you are, um, the seven L's of husband hunting. So go back over those issues and make sure that these are important issues that are thought through and considered and weighed. If you're in a situation looking for a spouse or in a relationship with a spouse and considering marriage, you know it's important to understand this. You can marry in haste, but you then may repent in leisure. If you marry in haste, you will probably repent in leisure. Don't marry in haste. Marry with consideration. And I've just given you seven points of consideration. Give thought. Give time to these considerations and then make the decision as to whether that person is for you. Hey, nice to have you with me today and uh, thanks for joining me in the podcast. The best to you as you move forward in your life, whether you're married now with somebody or you're about to be married or you're looking for somebody to marry. May these points really guide you and give you some good thinking and some good direction as you look forward. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.